This is the Off Mic Podcast, a radio show about radio life, with your host students from Nate's radio and television program. My name is Grant Johnson. I do the morning show on 95.7 Cruise FM, the locker room. I'm a part of it. Awesome. So what got you inspired to get into radio? Uh, well, I always kind of wanted to do something like radio, but I didn't really know uh, exactly what that meant. Radio wasn't something I grew up listening to uh, until I moved to Saskatoon. I'd kind of moved around, lived in various, lived in like London, England for a year. And oh, that's cool. Medi- medicine hat. And I moved to Saskatoon and I was working and driving every day. And uh, I started just kind of listening to the radio as something different than my CDs to listen to on the drive to work. And, I actually started listening to Ryder, who does the morning show on Hot 107, and who I live with. <laughs> so I started listening to Ryder, and finally I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. So I went home and found a school online, just kind of Googled schools. I didn't know anything about it, and uh, got accepted, and yeah, here I am. So you started, um, or you looked into radio school a few years, I'm assuming kind of out of high school, like it wasn't like right out of high school, got into it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd been out of high school for, uh, I want to say, three, four years. So where did you end up going to school? And where did yeah, you get so your I first did, gig? I went to school. <laughs> so I, I applied and got accepted to Columbia Academy in Vancouver. Okay. And then like a couple months later, they emailed me and they're like, uh, by the way, the school's shutting down. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't know what I was going to do once it shut down. And then they ended up getting bought by someone else so then the school was saved I guess and yeah so I went to uh, Columbia Academy at Van Arts in Vancouver for a year um, did my radio school there and uh, actually then got my first job in the Paw, Manitoba. Oh interesting that's quite the big jump across the country. Well it's kind of close to where I grew up I grew up in Saskatchewan and okay. the Paw was about four five hours from where I grew up so I kind of I knew going into radio, like I'd moved a lot already. Mm-hmm. So moving wasn't an issue for me. And I knew I was going to probably have to start somewhere small. So uh, the PAW offered me a job and two weeks later I was there. From the PAW to the Cruise FM now here in Edmonton, what's kind of your your resume, I guess you could say? Uh, so I was doing middays at the PAW and it was interesting. <laughs> it's like a tiny northern Manitoba town. Like I did the midday show. Okay. And I also, I showed up on the first day and they're like, the producer's office. And I was like, I'm a producer? What? <laughs> so I was middays and then I finished my show and I'd make all the commercials as well. And uh, my like the last hour of my show wasn't even in English. It was in Cree because it was sponsored by the reserve. And <laughs> so I was there for a few months. That's different. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> and like doing the buy and sell live on the radio, like, Oh, goodness. Hey, Jim is selling <laughs> some old cans. If you want to buy them, call me now. And then, like, <laughs> That's actually the really guy, awesome. There'd be one guy trying to sell his guns all the time. He'd be like, hey, John <laughs> told you you can't sell guns on the radio. <laughs> yeah, but 200 bucks, you can have it right now. <laughs> like, phoning, like, I have $20 uh, $20 gas money if you take me to Winnipeg this weekend. <laughs> like, stuff like that. It was amazing. So I was there for a few months. And then I got a call from Brad Bazin in Yorkton, and he was like, hey, you applied for a job here in August. 
I'm uh, wondering if you're still interested. We have like an evening, a swing job, evenings and weekends. And so I ended up going to Yorkton after a few months in the pot. And I did evenings and weekends for about two years on Fox FM. And then uh, I got a job. I was kind of like, I was ready to move on, obviously, two years doing swing in a small market. I was ready to move on. Yeah. And I got a job doing afternoons in Grand Prairie. And it was on a news station, Today FM. And the week I was moving, like I packed my car up, I was ready to go. And I got a call from Christian Hall, who's the uh, program director for Harvard, like national. So all the stations. And he was like, hey, I know you're going to Grand Prairie, but would you be interested in doing evenings on Hot 107 instead? So I said, obviously, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool seeing that you, like you said, listening to Ryder was the reason. Yeah. Yeah, So actually, the first time Ryder and I met was in Vancouver. He was doing, we kind of moved there at the same time from Saskatoon and uh, he was doing mornings on, on a station there. And I ended up sitting in with him one morning, him and Amanda. And so that was the first time we met. That's cool. And then, yeah. So, so it was cool to be going to work at the same station as him doing the evening show. Um, So yeah, instead of going to Grand Prairie, I just stopped in Edmonton and uh, parked my car here. I did evenings for about half a year and then they moved me to middays. I think I did middays for a full year. And uh, then the boss decided he wanted to move me up. So I ended up on the show with Ryder and Lisa. <laughs> yeah, so we did we did the show together for another year. The three of us did the show together. And then uh, the bosses called me into the office one day. I was like, oh, crap, what did I say today? What did I do? I was nervous going into the general manager's office. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, we want to bring back the locker room, which was a show that my co-host Lachlan Cross did on The Bear. And he had been on cruise for a year doing a show. And they called me and they said, we want to bring back the locker room on the cruise. We're wondering if you'd be interested in moving to Cruise F to do mornings there. And thought about it for a while and talked to some people and... Uh, yeah, that was over a year ago. I think August was our year anniversary that I've been on cruise doing the locker room. Okay. And what kind of prep do you do for your show, let's say, like on the locker room? Um, so we we come up with a topic. Um, so we have like the locker room topic of the day. Yeah. So so we'll come up with that before we leave the for the day. So like we'll do our show and then we'll go, okay, we need a topic for tomorrow. So we'll come up with a topic. And then you kind of just build around that throughout the day. Honestly, it's we're emailing each other all day. Whenever we see something that could be interesting to talk about, we'll just email it to each other. Um, and by the time we get in in the morning, we kind of know what the show looks like already. Like we have everything we want to talk about. We have our topic. Um, so it, yeah, we just kind of build it throughout the day. That's cool. So do you have um, like all your specific breaks lined up then already going into the or do you just know, like, this is all the things that we're talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like the specific time slots and that kind yeah. of stuff? Uh, no, we have certain things like the topic of the day we do from at starting at seven o'clock every day. Okay, I get so you. So we know the seven o'clock hour is going to be the topic of the day. Um, 6.30, I do a little segment called Fake News. So I know that's coming up at 6.30. But then the rest of the show is just kind of a feel. Let's talk about this here. Let's, we just kind of feel it out as we're going. Okay. Where I was we kinda... want to put stuff. Yeah, I was curious about that just because, like, I get taught all that kind of stuff right now. Um, and what was a struggle that you had to overcome when you first got into the industry? Mm. Like, was there one at all? 
yeah, I think you don't make any money. (laughs) (laughs) You got to learn to live on nothing when you first get into the industry. And you're also working really hard because, like I said, I was doing middays and I was doing producing after that. So I was there pretty long into the day and doing events and stuff. And you're doing it for not a lot of money. And that kind of turns a lot of people off the industry, I think. A most memorable bit or on-air moment that comes to mind? Mm, I think it's kind of just a collection for most memorable on-air stuff. Um, as far as, like, we've we've been able to do a lot of stuff with charities. And I think it's cool when you get to see the power that your microphone can have. Like, when you start fundraising for something and it takes off. Or, like, load the, we're doing Load the Limo this week. Our station with Hot 107, so... We're parking a limo in Walmart parking lots and getting people to bring food donations. And like our studio is full of food right now for the food bank. So you kind of get to see, you know, the power of the studio, I guess, or the mic, I mean, and also, and then there's funny bits. Like I remember we were on with Ryder and Lisa when I was on with them, just like random stuff. Like Lisa made a comment about, uh, Oh, the rabbits are back already for the summer. I'm like, what? Rabbits don't leave for the winter. <laughs> it is stupid stuff like that okay. that you remember. Yeah. Um, looking at another one. Oh, what's it like living in a radio house? Because you spoke about that. It's, it's actually pretty fun. Um, we work like, I mean, we ride or lease and I have the same hours. So we're kind of all here napping at the same time in the afternoons. and We go to work at the same times. But we uh, we manage it pretty well. I think it hasn't been an issue for us. I could see some. It's actually kind of cool, too. Like, you bounce ideas off each other during the day, too, bits. And you talk about breaks you did during the day and what you liked about the show. So it's kind of cool. It's not something that happens a whole lot in, like, a major market like Edmonton. But it's fun. Like, do you guys carpool together then in the mornings uh, I, at I all? Go in a li- uh, we don't really because... Lots of times we have different things going on after the show. Okay, yeah. So, like, Ryder will be going to pick up his kid, or Lisa's going to the gym or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, we lots of times we end up taking separate cars just because after the show it's more convenient. But that's I feel like that's such a like a an interesting thing. And like, do you, do you guys get along pretty well at home? Yeah, like we even do. though you spend all day together and then pretty much all the time. The house is big enough that like I am in the basement. That's where I am right now, and like nice. I just hang out in the basement if I need some alone time. And there's an upstairs, and yeah, we get along good. Yeah. What is like the dream format for you? Are you working at one? Have you worked at like what? What kind of station would you love to work at? I'm kind of in one right now, actually. Our format is really like we call it variety rock, and we'll go from like playing something old like um, Led Zeppelin into playing Green Day and white stripes into like Motley Crue. So it's kind of like, it's, it's a, I'm definitely working a really fun format. That was part of the reason my decision going over to Cruise as well was that they had kind of switched over to this format and I, I really enjoyed listening to it. So I thought it'd be fun to work on. I or eventually, I think I'd like to work in alternative rock. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Alt rock would be a really fun format to work in, I think. So do you find it difficult at all or like have you found it difficult to work for a station where the format isn't exactly like your forte, I guess? Um, like I worked on Hot 107, the the pop station wasn't exactly my format, but no, you kind of adapt. 
a lot of times in the mornings, especially, you're not listening to the musical a lot because you're just doing your show anyways. But um, I don't know if I could do country yet. <laughs> you haven't gotten country stuck might, there yet? Country might be difficult for me. And also, I would I don't think I could ever work on a station that flips to Christmas music in November. <laughs> I think you would find me running in traffic if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've only got like one cl- question left here. If you could play one song on repeat your whole career, what would it be? Oh, who bestank the reason or Creed higher? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that was like my that's like my ongoing joke. Whenever we have a concert announcement and we're teasing it, it's like it's who bestank. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Well, thanks a lot for doing this interview with me, Grant. I appreciate it. No problem. Okay, have a good day. See ya. Bye. You just listened to an episode of the Off Mic Podcast, produced by Nate Radio and Television Students. Catch other episodes on Podbeam, iTunes, and NR92 on SoundCloud.